This episode is brought to you by Step Next. One of the things that most startups struggle with is good talent and team members. Step Next is Mina's exclusive tech talent summit designed to match the best talent with top tech companies and startups. The event will be held on November 19th and is expected to have more than 30 participating companies, talks, workshops, and activities. Visit next.stepconference.com and if you're looking to find your next employer or partner there, use code SHME-NEXT-10 when applying on the talent form. Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Today I'm here with Ahmed Bin Sheba. He is the founder of the world's largest inflatable water park and they're the operators of the world's largest chain of uh, inflatable water parks. So uh, he runs Aquafun. So I thought we'd have him here to share his story of how he started Aquafun and uh, his journey in Dubai so far. So uh, as I understand it, you're, you're Emirati, right? Emirati, exactly. All right, cool. So when when did you decide to start Aquafun and what were you doing before that? Um, I think it's been like almost my eighth year now. Yeah, eighth year doing Aquafun. Okay. Um, before that, I used to be an events project manager for 18, 19 years. Oh wow! Okay. So from Formula One to Flash Entertainment to more of the Emirates, Dubai World, um, RTA, Global Village, Dubai Shopping Festival, so summer surprises. So I've been all over there. So events was your thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then why the sudden shift? Uh, like this completely different industry. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, like I just left my last job. I thought it'd be easy for me to convert to another job. And then uh, I was always goal and um, KPI driven. Okay. And I always tripled my KPIs in the first quarter. Okay. So I always wanted more and could never grow more because we need a system of corporate. You can never grow as fast as you want to. Yeah. Um, so I left the job, did 74 interviews in three months. Nobody could take me because I'm a Marathi, <laughs> educated, experienced. <laughs> so my entry level is director. Nobody can afford me. Yeah. And then. Um, once uh, I was in the gym, then I got an accident, had a slip disc, couldn't walk for 40 days. Damn. And then from there, I had no money, no job, nothing. So I was down, <laughs> nothing in life. Okay. And then the idea came up. Like I was. Um, so you, you, it was actually harder for you to find a job because you're a Marathi, you think? Apparently so. <laughs> really? Because like I was very, like I had a big CV. Yeah. Uh, educated, uh, I don't hold my tongue, strong personality. Yeah. You know, so it was a bit hard for me to get a job in my level. Right. Everybody right. wanted to go to, to go back three, four levels. I was like, no, I respect myself too much to go back. Yeah. I guess as you grow more senior, it becomes harder, less and less positions yeah, exactly. to fill, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, from there, so like, yeah, I was doing my therapy and so on and so on. The idea came up. Okay. Um, so I guess you got into fitness at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, I was extremely in the fitness and then the idea came up. Two things happened back to back. Yeah. I was on the beach laying down after a long therapy and I heard someone next to me like, why there's nothing to do on the beach? Yeah. And then I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I was on a yacht and, you know, they had like only one thing to do, just just keys. And okay. I was bored. It's like, I was imagining why don't we have a slide from the yacht? And that's how it started. Okay. You know, I sold a couple of my 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 things. Like I had some music stuff and so on. I sold them okay. and I made my first first sample of an inflatable slide. slide from a yacht. Okay, and custom designed by custom, you. Yeah, designed it myself, draw it myself, and so okay. on and so on. And got five to do it for you. Oh, very cool. So yeah. that's where it came from. That started from there because that was the first idea. So was that a successful product? It was extremely hard. Okay. Because again, 
I didn't have a background how to do things. Yeah. I, I just came my idea, but how do you implement it? Nothing. So I just made the first sample, put it on my friend's boards, took a picture of it, and went to every single marina and knocked on every single boat. Okay. And then start offering. That thing was happening for two months. Mm-hmm. And then start nobody, offering. Nobody would buy a product. Nobody's buying. Okay. And it's like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, okay, commission. And I started okay. giving the captains 15% commission. Okay. 41 slides sold in one month. Oh, damn. Incentive. As long as you know the incentive of people, right. you can immediately convert. That's very cool. And that's it. I, I forgot that they want incentive, money. Okay, fine. Give me this deal. You get this yuck. You get the slide. You, was it expensive? My cost was nothing. I was cost me two five thousand dirhams, and I was sent for twenty four thousand dirhams. You were selling it for twenty four thousand dirhams. Yeah, twenty to forty. And you sold forty one of them in yeah, a month. Yeah, the first month. Wow, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and then from there I started doing the first park, second park, and a lot of things happened afterwards. So where was the first park? First one, hmm. I had one in Memzer Park and one Corniche Park in the same time. And they were uh, what size compared to the one you have in? Ooh, different, there were different concepts. There was stuff with on the land and on the water. Because again, I do inflatables in general. Okay, have to be in the water. It could be on land and it could be on water. It could be on every, anywhere else. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so you decided this inflatable slide thing worked for you, and then you wanted to go B to C instead of B to B because no, why? Why the change in strategy? Oh, we, we pivoted like three, four times. Okay. Um, first time after first park, we did one mistake, big mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like I failed so many times. Okay. Oh, I made so many mistakes, <laughs> lost so much money. is unbelievable. Oh, really? I'm the king of comebacks. <laughs> like uh, the amount of mistakes that I've did and failures, and like, okay, let's do it again. Okay. Let's do it again. Keep doing it. Keep doing Because I had no idea. What, what do I know about this thing? Nothing. Yeah. Nobody knew about anything about this thing. Right. You know, we were just like, you know, okay, let's try this and see what happens. And then I had to learn everything. I had to learn how to do, how to anchor, how to design, how to do the safety, how to do the plug cables together, how to do the DPs, how to mm. anchor, everything I had to learn from the start. Was it hard to uh, bypass regulations here? It was extremely hard. So to get government approvals to oh, do something like this? It was next to, some of them were impossible. Yeah. Because they had, okay, I want to put water games in the water. What kind of license for that? Yeah. How do you rent water? Right. How do you, and the, the regulations, they had no idea what you're doing, you know, and it was extremely hard to educate them what I want to do, how to make it safe, how to make it operatable, how to make money from it, how yeah. to advertise it, how to, all these different, like, you know. Because it was, were there other places in the world that you could look at and say this is how they did it or was this something absolutely new never done before um there is different operators that does only one thing okay small one small thing soap football here only a small obstacle course in the water here i did everything together but in steroids okay so i made everything all in the same place and made it much much bigger Right. So um, in case you guys are wondering what this looks like, I had the opportunity oh, yeah. uh, to <laughs> to go check out their water slide and we actually did a YouTube video, a video about it. 
So you guys might have heard of Guy in Dubai. He's got his own TV show. So shout out to Paris. <laughs> shout out to Paris. Uh, he's been on the show here before, by the way, oh, Paris nice. as well. Yeah. So you guys might remember him. Uh, so me and him went out to Aquafun with Ahmed, and we uh, shot this really cool video. Yeah. Um, and uh, you guys can go check it out in link. YouTube. Link yeah, we leave the link, link. in the description <laughs> of this podcast episode and in this YouTube video at the end of it, so you can go go check out what exactly he does because it's absolutely uh incredible like yeah. i've never seen anything like it anywhere else in the world it's uh it's very <coughs> sorry it's very challenging uh physically intensive that's the idea and uh you can tell that um you know to secure that structure on the water because it's floating essentially yeah but yeah. you you're supposed to be able to walk on it and do all these obstacles on yeah, it yeah. so it needs to be stiff enough secure enough exactly. float at the right buoyancy yeah. not not drop too much oh yeah that other stuff i had to study create and research and like find the best guys to do it for me and like i got people people from different businesses and mm -hmm. different industries to create things for me so i got guys who does yachting to do certain things does that does marine things divers coral reef people who does different kind of industries to come in and mm -hmm. do this with me you know so yeah. adapting all these different industries in one industry which is very interesting so is every beach you go to a different uh, challenge absolutely because okay. like every location have a different design because what I do, I design them, I produce them, I operate them, I own them, I market them, I maintain them. <laughs> okay. So all done by, by me, basically. Yeah. So the one in Dubai, by the way, if you look at it from the sky, which we can, you can see in the YouTube video as yeah. well, it, it says, I love Dubai. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah. And you have to have a reason behind it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely very eye-catching. If you're going to be like skydiving or something, you'll definitely notice it. That's how it started with me. Really? That's the, that park when I was, because I also skydive. Yeah. That's how I started. I was diving there. I was like, okay, the government did the, the pond, all these things. I want to do something that you can see from Google. Yeah. Because that's the whole, especially I want to create something. Can so, you see it on Google? Oh yeah, go on Google Maps. Yeah. Aquafun. You will say, I love Dubai. Yeah, that's awesome. I had like 17 parks that ha I have pictures with Google. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I did this, I did this, I did this. So <laughs> it's awesome when you can create something so massive and big, you can actually see it from Google Maps. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, how many obstacles do you have on it now? Uh, the this one, one yeah. I have 125 obstacles. Whoa. For now. Damn. It's going to go bigger again and end of this year again. Are you going to expand it? Of course. You're going to change the design from I Love um, Dubai? I'm going to make it bigger. Now it says I Love Dubai. I might say hashtag We Love Dubai. Ah, uh, okay. To make it okay. a bit bigger. I add a couple of elements different in the actual park itself. Sweet, man. Yeah. So uh, so you've scaled this business massively now. It's a, it doesn't sound like it's a very scalable business because, as you said, every beach is different. Yeah. Every beach is a challenge. You custom design each and every city. Yes. But obviously, you've got some kind of formula now because you're in how many countries? Seven. Seven countries yeah. now in the span of when did you go from? Scaling? Three years. Three years. Yeah. So you, you're in seven countries now in, and how many parks total? 44. 44 parks. Yeah. So how do you manage that? Like, do you have a big team around you? Digital. All by my phone. Are you serious? Everything by the phone. A WhatsApp groups for each team. Um, digital. I have online apps for the sales records, cameras everywhere. Okay. And I, I personally physically go to all of them. Okay. So, so it's still very founder led. And yeah. Yeah. I'm extremely involved. Okay, Extremely fine. involved. That's how we promote it through social media. I'm physically there almost every every place, like the, with the influencers and so on and so on. Okay. Now, 
speaking about influencers this is yeah. what i wanted to have you on the show for because yeah. uh, this man is extremely good <laughs> at getting influencers to cover his products now um it's been a very uh, good strategy for us at hr car as well because um, whenever we worked with influencers it massively drives traffic first of all to our website and it increases our seo and i think i honestly think i got into social media like this podcast channel and the youtube channel mostly to promote my business right exactly but uh, and and the value of it is uh, is quite extreme because um, i think uh, when you can put a face to a business that's extremely valuable when you can see somebody else experiencing a business that's that's yeah. very valuable so how have you done it how did you get so many people now i know mm. your product is cool and people are lining up for yeah. to try it out right because it's something new and something exciting but how do you let people know that it exists um a lot of different factors i think the first uh, time we realized that seriously that we can actually push heavily three and a half years ago mm-hmm. when this park used to say only the word dubai um i had a um, bunch of my friends they are really awesome videographers okay i invite them over guys come over let's create a video he came with 20 guys 20 guys yeah okay small group uh with some drone and like some videos and made a really kick-ass video i mean really good good video okay i took the video i posted it on my pages mm-hmm. and um somehow some way i've connected lines with um the guys that run um lad bible lad bible yeah yes they one of the dudes saw it mm-hmm message me say hey we want to post this can you wait wait for us yes yeah. that video immediately the next two days we got a call from nine gag okay and then business insider and then okay. uh, lmfao and then so within that week we've got 178 million views wow so it went super viral just like that wow it's just like the, the quality of it was good and then we saw all the i knew it's going to happen because okay. like because for me like you know that because every year I have no but did you did you push it at all no because so you just posted on your website and and how did lad bible discover it um that year i had three small goals okay every year i have like small milestone goals that year i had three small goals it was i wanted to get award for ceo mm-hmm. i want to get an award for a startup and i want to go viral okay i got them all in the same 10 days oh wow okay and i didn't even flinch because it was that strong belief that i knew was going to happen and mm. i put all the work for it right so already the work was pushed i worked hard for it and i knew it was going to happen and um, i know that the word dubai will make big residence that's why the, that location specifically i showed yeah. that specific way and then from there it just like happened i think when you create something so awesome and it's and i realized i wasn't saying a product yeah i was saying an emotion and an experience an experience so it wasn't a product so when i realized i'm not saying an emotion i'm saying an emotion i had to put the video that it had that emotion hey i'm having fun with yeah. my friends and so on and so on so when i realized that's the emotion i'm saying i portrayed it very nicely in the video and then poof, okay and it from there we knew okay it that's how it worked yeah but where was the where was the ignition for the virality it was lad bible right one of those pages yeah okay and, and literally and- within the first Did you do any work to reach out to them? No, never. But that's a funny thing. Now I can reach out with them very easily. Right, because you have and the connection. Are, listen, everybody is reachable. Yeah. Extremely now we before it was the rule of like seven points, now is one point. 
Yeah. Two points maximum now. You mean degrees of separation? Degrees, yeah. Before yeah. it was seven degrees, remember? Now yeah. it's two degrees. Yeah. And maximum level. Right. Like I can reach anybody in the world right now if it's not directly or through somebody else. Yep. Directly. And like, this is the, the idea. It's like, why are people not doing that anymore? You know, because the fear of failure yeah. or rejection. So what people tell you know? I got... <laughs> Wow. First year, I got maybe more than 600 no's. For what? When I wanted to put my park in the, in the, uh, in the water, I've been, I went to 600 locations. Really? Every, I opened the map. Okay, I'm going to go to every single beach owner. Mm-hmm. I went to every hotel on the beach. Mm-hmm. Everybody said no. Really? Everybody said no. And then you got on the public beach. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then eventually I got it. And then now they ask me to come over. I said, okay, you rent for me now. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. So... Doesn't matter how many people tell you no. You gotta keep going until you get to the S. Yes. Yeah, because it only takes one yes for you to succeed. I think um, you know, uh, as both a business owner and a content creator, like for me, um, as a content creator, I want good content, right? And that's how I started. Yeah. So, uh, so when you produce that great piece of content, yeah, and and Lad Lad Bible knew that this has. You know, they know. You can tell when yeah, something's going to go viral. Or not, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I've tried sometimes. Yeah, I've tried to create videos that have viral potential. Like we went and gave random people a free Ferrari in Dubai Mall. Nice. Like you know, we just went Why out not? and we like, hey, would you like to drive a Ferrari? Because we were promoting this um, thing that we had where we where you could rent a, a, a Ferrari for an hour. Yes. It was a Ferrari experience. Nice. So we just went out and we gave like 10 people random Ferraris and mm. we made a video about it. I thought it was going to go, go viral. It didn't. But it didn't. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes you can't tell, right? Yeah. Sometimes you but can't tell. But you got to keep trying, trying, trying. Yeah, we keep trying. But yeah. these guys is, are very approachable. Yeah. It, they're literally very approachable. You can just DM them. Yeah. And th- that's the whole thing. That's how my business worked. DM. Mm-hmm. It's purely through DM. Like when you say it goes down in DM. DM it, where? Instagram, Twitter? DM. Uh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, Insta- I don't Instagram. do Twitter much because Twitter is more of characters and people talking, discussions. Right. Mine is very visual. Yeah, so mine is, mine is extremely visual. Yeah. So that's why, okay, what's the most visual platform? Right. I didn't want to do Snapchat because it goes away. I want something that could stay there. Because for yeah. me, it's not a, a sprint, it's a marathon. Yeah. And like I did a, a, a vlog with uh, Yeltsin yeah. uh, three years ago. People mm-hmm. still coming. I did a vlog with uh, Mo Vlog yeah. eight months ago. People still coming. Right. So, like, I realized I don't want an immediate ROI. Yeah. You know, I, and I was like, okay, it's just, okay, I'm just throwing the seed. Yeah. Hey, there is something in that beach. Right. Come over and experience it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And from there, like, you know, it's that easy. Yeah, so I I think I discovered, I follow more vlogs. Yeah. Um, so, I think I discovered your uh, your thing, uh, Aquafun, through his channel. I was like, oh, what what is this? This thing exists in Dubai? That's exactly, pretty cool. Yeah. So I definitely discovered it and I was intending to come yeah. anyway. And then when Paris called me and he said, hey man, you want to check this thing out? I also, was like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So it, it, it definitely works. And, and, and what you were saying about the ROI, that's why I like YouTube as a platform mm. uh, more than Instagram. Mm. Because Instagram, you know, it'll only push your content for, for a, a short day limit. or two yeah, days and after it. that it's dead. Yeah. Uh, hardly anybody, I think, goes to Instagram and goes and checks old stuff. Stalkers do, yeah. <laughs> Stalkers. <laughs> yeah. But I said, yeah, I, I agree with you, yeah. But but in terms of uh, lifetime value of that piece of content, it's low. And yeah, stories yeah. are even lower. I agree 100%, right? yeah. 
that's why I like YouTube. Like YouTube, I'm telling you, I produced videos two years, three years ago that wow. still continuously get video uh, views. You yeah, know, interesting. So because it's a search platform, so if you can manage to rank on search for something, interesting, and you won't get that viral buzz that you do, like the 170 million views or whatever. But you might get a couple of hundred views every uh, month. Still bring something. And but but if you have twenty videos that get a couple of hundred views every month, then you're getting thousands and thousands of views. Mm. So I like that strategy. I think you need to have a mix of both. You need to have those I viral agree. pieces of content, and yeah. then, you, then you need to have those long-term pieces yeah. of content. As well. And that's why, we, like, we bring in with the YouTube. Like, anytime I see a vlogger around this around us, hey, come over. Yeah, and th th see that's the thing. When you come over, I provide them with a lot of different things because again, I understand as an influencer what are their needs and what they want. Yeah, so this man <laughs> was chasing us around with a GoPro uh, as we were like going around the obstacle course. He's got all kinds of uh, fun video gadgets to to play around with. So he definitely Drone, provides GoPros, a, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You name yeah. it. He's got like the Mavic Two Pro. Yeah, I yeah think. everything. And I broke. Four drones, by the way. Really? Drowned three. This man's an expert drone pilot, by Thank the way. Because all the breaking. Because that's what, I didn't know nothing about editing or shooting. I, I've broken a couple of drones. Yeah, I, I'm a drone guy myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's uh, normal, but that's how you learn. You know, yeah, you it's to. an investment, you know. I think when you're learning to uh, uh, to fly anything that you're not sitting in, you're bound to crash it at Absolutely, some point. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like when I realized that's what influencers want—they want the content. They yeah. want you new, awesome stuff. And so, okay, yeah. let me. They want those drone shots. Exactly. It's like when I was like, and that's how we dynamic, did the whole yeah. thing. You know, yeah, that's yeah. how it grows. Last year, seven hundred and eighty influencers. Wow. For free. Damn man. That's From awesome. like the micro influencers with five thousand, with the big wise big guys with twenty million, it doesn't matter. You yeah. get the same treatment. Yeah, because I think. Uh, when you have such a exciting product, then mm. I think the people just they want they want that content. Exactly, right? They want to yeah. show their people like this cool thing that's available in exactly, Dubai. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. The cool, it's the cool factor. Yeah, it's the cool factor, and that's it. It's like it's just a matter of um, the technique is very extremely simple. It's how you how do you find them? Yeah, it's a way of finding them. And mm -hmm. It's very extremely easy. And it depends which interest you are, and it's very easy to find these influencers. And when you find them, what do you do with that? How do you approach them? Yeah. And the way you approach them in the DM, how direct and simple it is, and then they will reply you. If they see it, they will reply you. And they okay. reply you, you got class. You know, you, you hooked them. Right. And just like pull in that hook and give them exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. And then when they come over, that's it. Because from every 10 messages, every 10 DMs, seven will say yes. Right. And these seven, that seven will post. And from that, let's say you have 100,000 followers. 10% of that is 10,000. Yeah. My ROI is three tickets sold from you and I'm happy. Yeah. You know, and that's so the idea is like I am reaching an audience that I didn't reach before. So let's say you are Iranian or Indian or from LA. I'll reach an audience that I will in general not reach sure. my normal, normal audience. So like that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people uh, ignore that idea, right? Like uh, they think, okay, I'm going to spend money on an influencer. I'm going to run the social media campaign. And I'm not getting uh, immediate ROI, so yeah. cancel. Yeah, you know, like so that's they, not gonna work. So no. yeah, so they'll spend three, four thousand dirhams on their social media a month, and it'll go on for six, seven months, ten uh, a yeah. year, and they'll see. Okay, I'm spending four thousand, and I'm making only two thousand. Is this worth doing it? Mm. Well, what they don't understand is is that maybe three years later somebody might come. That's buy what happened. From you. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. So there, there's three platforms now that I really hunt, like. I can't stress more on pushing in them. Mm. Um, obviously, Instagram. 
Instagram it's, it's for now, sure. It's now the top talk, mm. but there is um, two other platforms that are are very underrated. Um, LinkedIn and TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Oh, TikTok. It's <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't yeah, like I it. I think I'm a little too old for TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but like that audience is yeah. huge audience. Because you're, you're talking about like these kids all have all have buying power yeah they all have buying power you know mm -hmm. and like that's it and i guess it appeals to your target audience especially right i'm guessing a lot of kids come and use your services because mine is very broad so like my linkedin uh, videos and ads are purely targeted to um corporate customers basically team building schools so yeah. school uh, teachers and so on and so on that does events and corporate events team building so hr and schools so is purely targeted we had a team building activity here's a video of how it's done okay come over and have a day under the sun at aquafun okay. same thing for the kids for their school trips i put videos of kids having fun at the park so again right. it's an emotion is it's it's the degree of being relatable in the video right so like you want okay a kid to see it understand you want people like so whatever audience need to relate to it. So that's why I have different kind of videos. Videos of people who are like sure. out of shape, in shape, only guys, only girls, couples. So different videos, different videos. Nice. So so um, another thing is you cater your content to the, the medium, of course. You have to be, yeah. You have to, you have to. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like, I, think, I think people don't understand this. I mean, for a lot of people, social media, even for me, like when I started this business, I was like, I was zero in social media. Like I didn't know, I didn't understand anything That's about it. That's how the way it is, yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of people just uh, use it as a personal tool, and they don't understand the whole business side of yeah of uh, how to Huge leverage social. social media. And I think it's absolutely a necessity for anybody who's thinking of starting a business, whether it's you have to. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to. My first, my first ten thousand followers, I got them by only one thing, one thing only. I was there every day. At the parks, okay. When any customer comes in, I was like, "Hey, follow my page." <laughs> okay. I was like, "I have no Wi-Fi." Okay, here's hotspot. <laughs> connect. Here's my password. Connect. Follow. <laughs> and when they finish the day, come back. Hey, don't unfollow. Brute force. <laughs> oh yeah, because whatever it takes, whatever it takes, you know, yeah. you know, and that's the whole thing. Like whatever way you can do it, do it. Yeah. But you have to do it. Yeah. You know, because you know these that first thousand or ten thousand are the hardest. Yeah. And they are the most real ones. Yeah, uh, I also think uh, it kind of validates your business because, you know, like people have this mentality, oh, this company doesn't even have uh, 500 followers. What kind of company is this? Yeah. You know, they, they, they won't trust you And they on social media. content. Like yeah. there's big companies who have no content whatsoever. Yeah. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, you have the resources to put content. No matter what company it is, you know, yeah. even you're painting walls, yeah. you can create content. Like I keep saying, guys, like, okay, maybe my, my park is, you know, can make that fun thing, but F&B yeah. could take advantage hugely from DMs. Huge. Yeah, massive, yeah. You know, like, listen, yes, I'm giving free ticket in my time, but the ROI of that is un, you know, you don't, you can't it's measure it yeah. with, with dirhams or dollars now yeah. but it is an awareness it's it's brand value it's awareness yeah. it's uh, it's you know it's continuous so you can't just put one post a month and oh well there's no likes yeah because you're not pushing yeah. like every day you have to every day I put stories yeah. every day I have uh, a, a post on my feed every day yeah 
Yeah. So you actively manage your own social media, or do I you have, have a social media company doing it? For no, you? no. I have my team. I I am always checking and seeing what's going on and so on and so on. Okay. But I all the content is done by me. Actively. Actively involved, done, yeah, 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 actively involved in it. Always, like anything happens, if I see like a DM happen there and my team didn't pick it up within half an hour, I go in immediately and reply to the customer. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. All that trip advisor, Google, Google, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, all go through me. How how important are these uh, channels for you, Extremely. Trip Advisor? Like I I know how important it is because when I travel, which I travel a lot, I've been to eight eight countries. Okay. I travel a lot, so when I travel, when I see a place, I always see the TripAdvisor Google review for each place I go to. Okay. So okay, if if I am behaving this way, and I know my customers are eighty percent plus tourists, so right. what the tourists look at these things. Okay, fine. Yeah. Once I made a campaign, extremely simple. I give it to you right now for people to be watching you. Um, I gave a discount, fifty mm-hmm. percent discount. On my on my tickets, but a catch: you have to go give me a five star review on TripAdvisor, okay, Google Maps, and Facebook, and give me a comment on Instagram. Twenty percent discount, fifty percent, fifty percent. We went from ranked a uh, hundred and sorry two hundred and sixteen to hundred and five in a month. Wow, <laughs> this is how powerful it is, right? That's yeah. how powerful it is. Okay, because like. If you say you're gonna go buy these comments, it will cost you much more money than the discount I'm given. Yeah, for sure. So I'm still making money. I'm getting real people giving me real kind of um, comments. Yeah, and and when you get those things, their friends see it too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's it's not just the value that uh, they left a review, which of course it helps. Yeah, but it's also the social uh, impact that it exactly, has. Exactly. Yeah, because their friends see. The, Maybe I might be browsing on TripAdvisor and suddenly I'll see that my friend commented on something. Exactly, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's that's a legit thing. You know? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. That's a, because again. there's so many people who buy bots and stuff to do this kind of stuff, yeah. right? You exactly, can tell, yeah, yeah. Though. You can tell. It's it's very obvious when you see it, but yeah. that's the whole thing. Okay, fine. That's that. Fine. Not really sure. I don't have nothing against that people, but like, okay, good for you. Yeah. But then you need to keep doing stuff that are real. Mm-hmm. You know, you maybe mix, mix, mix and match this and that, but just don't do only bots that is stupid. And yeah. I mean, you can create real things. It's not that hard to be human. Yeah, you know, you can learn these things. There's a YouTube channel for everything. There's yeah. a tutorial for everything out there. That's how I learn everything. I don't know the word. I don't know, and I can't. Yeah, Google. There's YouTube. Yes, I mean, I yeah, literally, like everything I learned how to. Produce this whole podcast yeah, and this obviously. YouTube channel on YouTube. Like yeah, yeah. How you learn how to shoot, how to edit, how to talk through YouTube. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even the idea for the podcast from YouTube. Yeah, you know? like, exactly. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of, um, you know, in fact, I think like um, the days of uh, structured learning in schools and colleges, it can't compete because no, the no. pace of learning is too fast. Listen, like, uh, I think school failed me. Like I wasn't the best student out mm-hmm. there, but when I graduated, um, I had the girl who had 4.0, the top mm-hmm. of the class. She was my PA. Okay. So it's not about, okay, like I'm an extreme uh, visual learner. Yeah. I See, I'm not, I don't say I'm a genius. Yeah. My strongest character is I don't quit. Right. Purely. Persistence. Trust me, just consistency and persistence. These two things can take you everywhere. Right. You know, you can be talented with anything, but with no hard work, you will go nowhere. 
Like right. I remember still when I used to go to the office, I would leave my office at three, four in the morning and I would get really angry if there's any cars in the parking. Yeah. If anybody outworked me, I get angry and say, who's this car? Okay. And then the security, no, don't worry, this car been parked there two, three days ago, don't worry. <laughs> they know me. They know me. Like I'll finish. Listen, okay. last time I took a day off was 53 months ago. Yeah. I work every day. Like my friend said, I work nine days a week. Okay. You know, I don't care. It's a weekend. It's Christmas. It's New Year. I'm always on. Even I'm traveling. I'm on. Yeah. Because, like you know, if you look for the weekend mm. to have fun, then you're doing the wrong thing in your life. Yeah. You know, weekend for me is always more work because people are off. That means they come into my beach, which means more money. Yeah. I. I mean, I'm working all weekend, man. Yeah. yeah me too. So I, I don't understand. Weekends for me are like basically like, more work. Uh, weekend for me are content production days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're, uh, I mean, I enjoy it. So mm. it's not purely like work, work. You have to, you have to enjoy what you do. You have to, somehow it has to fuel you. I think if you don't enjoy it, you won't be able to put the work into it, no, right? Like no. you must enjoy it at some level. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just not going to have the willpower to. Exactly. To like, you know, I had like the specific goals. I want to be the biggest, the wowest and things. If I dare to think yeah. this big, then it's on me to put that work. Yeah, you know, if I don't put the work, like, what are you doing? Yeah, so so just the, uh, a, a week ago, we had uh, Dr. Corey on this uh, podcast. He's a, he's this motivational speaker, and he he talks about this thing. But he was talking about like how motivation is bullshit because you're only motivated for a very short amount of time. Yes, but the persistence, the the habit of uh, you know ingraining this yeah, work yeah. ethic into yourself, that's a lot more important exactly. than just being motivation motivated. Motivation is overrated, man. Yeah. Like, if I need to motivate you to get off your ass, then you have a problem with the ass. <laughs> you know, like, I think what started with me was two things. Um, I did some, um, uh, years ago, I did some um, volunteering in Old People House. Okay. And um, spent two months in with them. Awesome stories, great human beings. But the main thing that got me, it was that look they had in their face. Okay. Of regret. When he was 20, 30 years old, mm-hmm. he had this chance to do this thing. Right. Or be with somebody, or say something. He didn't do it, and mm-hmm. then what if I could? So I can't live my life with what could have, should have. Yeah. So that's one thing that motivates me, and um, I just can't live with what could have, should have. Yeah. You know, what's the worst case scenario? I would say, what's the case? What's the worst case scenario? Yeah. You die, then you don't care. Yeah. That's it. You know, go try it. What's it's, if it, if you lose money, it's money. Yeah, I think uh, at least in in modern society, we have that luxury that. There is no, you're not finished, right? Like, what, what's the worst yeah. going to happen? You're going to go out and get another job. Yeah. Uh, you're going to, um, you know, you're going to scrape together. You're going to live slightly uncomfortably for a little while. So Maybe what? you'll have to go stay at your parents' house. Yeah, so what? But that's the worst situation. Yeah, but right? see, again, we've been programmed in a way that failure is bad. Yeah. You know, sc- oh, you failed. Oh, you're horrible. You are disappointed. You should be ashamed of yourself. But, but if you don't fail, you won't learn. Yeah. Like, the only key to success is really failure yeah. if you didn't fail like always fail often fail, and fall forward yeah. fall, fail 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 as much as you can because that's the only way for you to grow if I didn't fail this much like I remember like um, two years ago one of my best friends stabbed me in the back with the, with the business thing and got me into so much legal trouble and money and so on and so on okay. and then eight months later he died <laughs> okay I'm sorry to hear no that. no but like that's the full circle of like you know if he didn't do that to me Mm-hmm. I won't be as strong as I am in business. Right. So you have to say again, it's not how, what you go through, it's how you go through it. So speaking of failures, could you uh, 
Could you let us know about what one of the biggest failures you had while trying to? Oh, build so many. This? Where do I start? <laughs> um, there was one that I've lost. I made and lost ten million dirhams in a year. You made and lost ten million. Damn man. Yeah, that is what one is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, what happened there? We've did a mistake. We got um, um, me and my old partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, some people to invest in us. Okay. Uh, Outside investment. Yeah. Okay. To, to open a new company and so on and so on. And somehow, some way, it took longer. Thing was not organized properly. There was last minute decisions that cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then after we started the business and we were doing very well, the actual conference of educations with the government was not renewed. So we got stuck with assets and operational costs and there was no income coming in. Right. So all that... And yeah. then we went in trouble because like, okay, we have all the assets and delays with suppliers and payments and then our debt came in and so on. And then this, the investors got angry, filed cases on us and then, then the partner left. And, oh, hell. <laughs> Damn, man. Oh, that yeah. sounds pretty but, terrible. But from there, I realized, okay, first things you do in business, mm-hmm. you get a lawyer and, and retainer. Okay. And you get a kick-ass accountant. Right. If you don't have these two things, you will fail miserably. Yeah, yeah. A lot, don't <laughs> act like you can read contracts because you can't, no matter what strong you are. Because yeah. one word in a contract can screw you. Right. One word can change you from being an owner to a slave. Right. So always get Especially it. Especially when it comes to outside investment, I think. Exactly. That's you need to scrutinize thing, yeah. those uh, you know, contracts. Exactly. Sure. Always negotiate every single part of everything. Right. Even if the price is right, negotiate down. <laughs> always, yeah. always negotiate things down. So what tips in particular would you have for people who are trying to get more influencers to, you know, talk about their products or okay, services? So two things is, as I said earlier, how to find them and how to approach them. Right. Um, like personally, like I, I talk about my personal thing and literally you can just adapt from there because mm-hmm. it's a very straight formula. Um, like we follow 40 hashtags in 20 locations. Okay. These hashtags they are the most relatable ones to me as a business. Okay. And these locations, I know that most people that will be coming to the country will go in. Because I okay. realize, okay, because I'm extremely known outside Dubai. Okay. So the company, because we know my customers are going to be mostly tourists. So, right. Because locally, our customer base may be 20% or less. We have the same issue. Uh, 80% of our customers are tourists. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. So, and since I realize my, it's tourists. Okay. Let me focus on what I'm good at. Yeah. This is what we could add. Fine. Why try to capture 20% when I can increase my 80%? Yeah. So, okay, 80%. So, these are the most hot hotels that all the people with the biggest number of like celebrities of ours can go to. Okay. Okay. So, I know, for example, um, W, W, uh, 5, all this. Okay. We know they're going to be there. Okay. Fine. The team finds them. So, on a daily basis, we look at locations and we look at the hashtags. Wow, you actively put so much effort into yeah, this. Stuff. Every day we see who was top nine, top ten, whatever, and we DM them. Okay. It's a simple DM. Mm-hmm. Extremely simple. It's like it's just human human things. Like, you know, we massage their ego in a bit and then invite them. Okay. So we love you content, la 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 la. We want to invite you to experience. Here's the keyword, experience. Mm-hmm. So it's not a product anymore. You're right. They see it usually seven or ten out of ten, they will reply. Okay. Yes, awesome. Well, how do I know? How do I pay? No, 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 no. <laughs> you get free complimentary VIP tickets. You get um, 
I'll be with you. We're going to shoot you, give you all this content, la, 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 give it to you. And that's yeah. what happens. And then give them the timing, then I'll be with them. So you basically make their life easy. Exactly. You, you, Convenience. You, yeah, you pro, you tell them, I'm going to produce the content for you. And that's what happens because by yeah. the time you come back from the, the water park, come back to shore, I'll already have... GoPro footage, drone footage. Yeah, two to ten pictures at least ready edit for you okay. i'll give you a small snippet video from the drone and then in the evening i'll give you a will transfer link with the video ready for you yeah done so you will feel oh my god because most times when most of these influencers go to other companies take them a week or a month to give them content to get posts out exactly yeah, i give them have... on the same day so it's hot yeah so he posts the stories he put the feed and next day and next day next day so i will milk it for them yeah and then if you see somebody with high numbers like hey if you think you can actually make more more of it I'll give you um, what they call it. Um, referral code. Refer yeah, referral code. Affiliation. Yeah, affiliate. So here's a code with your name. Yeah. Anybody comes in, we give them a discount, plus you get a commission from that. Okay. So again, provide value. I don't take. Right. I first provide value. Yeah, we do the same. We yeah. work with influencers. We do affiliate programs, yeah, yeah. and we we produce content for them as well. Exactly. And we kind of try to give it to them, and it definitely works because it uh, does. You know, like everybody least path through resistance they're gonna go there right exactly. so somebody's gonna make produce the content for them make it easy make it cool make it easy yeah uh, definitely works partner up with anybody and everybody who like I've never said no, no to anybody yeah no matter how big or small you are you have a vlog with 500 followers or 10 million followers right. I still give you my attention okay cause like why wouldn't I give it to you right you know if you came out of your shell to come and talk to me it's like it's my duty to come and give it to you back right you know why not i must admit that uh Ahmed is absolutely like that he's, he's he preaches what he says right? oh yeah yeah because like like listen you gotta treat people the way you want you want to be treated right if, and this is a personal thing if you want to actually grow the business like i will lose nothing by, by being kind to you mm -hmm. i lose nothing by that it will come to me tenfold eventually if it doesn't come back to me hey i did my part i was me Okay. So you have to be real to yourself. Okay. So you monitor the hashtags and you reach out to the influencers. Mm. That's an awesome tip. I think we're going to start doing that oh, yeah, ourselves. Trust me, it works like a charm. Yeah. If you have a, a burger joint, hey, if you see them around you, hey, come over for my, my burger, first burgers and me. When yeah. they're over at your shop, hey, here's a voucher, come again to try my shake. Right. They come again second time. When they come second time with a shake, hey, come and try my come try my sweets. Right. My dessert. Here's another voucher. Yeah. So now you got them come over for three times. Right. You know, it's extremely simple. You have a clothes shop come over, tapos on me, first one. Whatever it is. Right. You know, because you feel sad giving things for free, but no, sometimes that's either do that or you can do you consider that your customer acquisition cost. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you can do that or you can go and do ads that will not reach nobody. Yeah, you know that, and second thing you can do, which uh, is so underpaid and yeah. underrated, um, paid stories. Paid stories. Oh wow! Really? Good paid stories own? work like a charm, better than paid feed. Really? Totally. That okay. fifteen seconds, if you do a proper video and mm -hmm. you know what you want to say, the messaging there, right? And swipe up. That's it. Okay. Paid stories. So you get a lot of traction out of that. Much bigger. I think we've grown. Once we did an event. We just wanted to do something just for like one week and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, just that we did a time attack. Okay, come and do the time attack. So we did a 15 minute video, 15 second, sorry, 15 second mm. video to come mm. and try that attack. And if you break the, if you break the our record, you get 5,000 arms. 
5,000 dirhams. Come price. and do it. Okay. We've gained in that week 28,000 followers. Wow. Engagement jumped from 38 to 400,000. So how many people showed up to a trial? Um, 720 something. Wow. Was it free or to no, try? No, they pay the ticket. You pay the ticket to try. They go and everybody failed. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> but, but nobody, nobody won. Nobody came close to the number. So you don't even have to pay out the 5000 Well, sadly. I, <laughs> the cash was ready. I was like, hey, here's the cash. It's ready. You know, but nobody okay. could do it. But I gave up, like some people who came close to it, here's five or four VIP tickets coming in on me. That's a, that's a brilliant idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. Again, Very smart social media it strategy. It is extremely simple. You just yeah. don't, have to re- don't have to recreate the weird. People are simple. Yeah. People are basic. Do it that way. Do not complicate it. Do not do million things. Just make it very simple. Yeah. I would agree. I'd say Instagram stories is untapped potential. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Are you are you using TikTok and stuff? Are you like posting there? No, not yet. But, okay. but I've been bringing a lot of TikTok people. So all the top TikTokers. Like, <laughs> is, that word? is that what they're called? Yeah, I don't know. TikTokers? <laughs> <laughs> TikTokers. Whatever. TikTokiness. Whatever the word is. TikTokers. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, Whenever I see them active and so on and around the region, around Dubai, hey, come over. I'll find their Instagram and DM through Instagram. Yeah, I think TikTok is uh, what Instagram was maybe, you know, seven, eight years ago when it was first starting up. Like the kids were getting into it. Yeah, but again, kids grow up. Exactly, yeah. So now all those kids who uh, were using Instagram are now... Uh, you know, in the early 20s yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. The most most active Instagram yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. So TikTok about. is the next, compar- next thing behind the... Uh, you think so? Oh, yeah. Because the way they... Because they used to be... They've got, a huge, uh, they've got a huge uh, population of people using I it I mean, now. do you see these silly videos? They get 200,000 to millions of views. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like, do you understand? That is a lot of attention going for a very small time. Remember yeah. back in the time when Vine happened? The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite similar to Vine, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has a lot of uh, the same uh, kind of essence exactly. of, of but Vine. But this is youngsters. Okay, fine. If this is your target, then hey, do that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, when you're early to a platform, yeah. uh, it always it's always benefited businesses and and individuals. Like if you're, like even I think Gary Vee as well, he's like pushing TikTok and LinkedIn hard yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, I agree 100%. Because like five years ago, I've seen some of his videos. I've been following him for years. But yes, I agree on a lot of things he's said. Yeah. It comes to the business part. So yeah, DM is one of them. It's like, do that. You know, that whole one point dollar eighteen cents totally works when you engage the people. Yeah. You know, but we we do that, but it's mainly on DM. Right. That's where everything happens. All right, Ahmed. Thank you so much for sharing all your advice on social media. I think... Um, all you entrepreneurs out there who are listening to the show, if you're not taking advantage of social media, you're really missing out on uh, not only your business today, but I think in the next five to 10 years as well, social media is only going to be more important and yeah. traditional media that I think it's not even worth advertising in the newspaper no. or billboards anymore. Like social media. I don't uh, understand. People pay <laughs> money on billboards. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing that? Or TV and stuff. Do you understand? You can actually reach people individually on their phone. Yeah, absolutely. The value of social media, I think it's still far from being tapped out. Yes. So um, anyway, uh, I think we'll wind up the podcast over here, but we usually ask our guests if uh, they have any advice for people who are looking to start a business or... Um, be patient. Okay. Patience is hugely underrated. People want immediate ROI. That's insane. 
Yeah. Like people want to open a business and then three months later, I want to be a millionaire. Uh, like, come on, man. Uh, You'll probably my, be down a million. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I was in minus for months and months, I remember, but that's the whole thing. That's the key about it. Yeah. So patience is extremely important here. Okay. Um, calm down. Okay. Be calm. You know, because like, you know, when you open your business, you are stressed. Yeah. That energy comes back towards you and your surrounding and your energy and your vibe and your family. You can't perform when you're negative. Yeah. You got to be calm with it, you know, plan it mm-hmm. every day, be better than yesterday, learn every day and just, you know, just don't quit. Right. Really, don't quit. Be patient and don't quit. These two things, if you do them properly, actually do them or anywhere in life. All right, man. I think that's excellent advice from Ahmed. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, If you guys are listening to this episode on one of the podcast platforms, we're available on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. But what really helps us out is if you leave us a review, that's how people discover the podcast. So if you liked it, please make sure you leave a review for us. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, leave us a comment. I'm sure Ahmed will be checking out the comments as well. Maybe you'll respond to some of them. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Most probably, yeah. <laughs> Most probably. If they're uh, nice, I'll apply to them. If they're bad, I, I like them. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. You can uh, definitely check out the link I'm going to leave to Aquafun in the description for the vlog we did together. That was yeah. an awesome fun day. So definitely check out that as well. Um, I think that's that's it, man. All right. Keep on hustling.